Right to Brighton is recorded live in front of a YouTube audience. Spooky and I really should be the first people you, you turn to. Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first, we'll, we'll sort you out. We'll tell you exactly what to think. Don't, don't go out there and think anything on your own. That would be dangerous. That we move forward with retaliatory measures on July 1st, applying equivalent tariffs to the ones that the Americans have uh, unjustly applied to us. Dennis Rodman will be in Singapore ahead of the President's Summit. Oh, right. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It is great to be here yet again. Um, Maybe you're joining us this Sunday evening from the OIWD studios, or perhaps you are uh, commuting. It's your Monday morning and, and you're off to work yet again. But either way, we're here. And most importantly, Spicky's back. What's going on, Spectator? Uh, been a long week, but it seems like I haven't been here in two weeks. Been a long yeah. time. It certainly yeah. feels like it. I mean, it was, um, I, I, I'm not sure if you listened to it or, or not, but, uh, you know, I, I just went solo um, on Wednesday. And, uh, man, I hadn't done that for a while, like, especially that sober. Uh, it's just it's never the same. Never the same without you. I, I, I couldn't, like, drink or, 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 uh, you know, puff some some sweet vape clouds um, nearly as much. You know, I, I I was trying to tell people. I'm not sure if they understand. Um, there's a uh, there's an art to this. It's it's like um, it's a performance, and uh, uh, it's I just I can't you know you can't waltz by yourself. I mean, what the hell? Yeah, let's see if I can remember how to do this and not say the n word and shit like that because <laughs> that's I've been around my family for the last seven days constantly so i've just been dropping n-bombs constantly <laughs> uh yeah i it, it's been a, it's been a pretty fucking pretty eventful week but uh i've been watching the news it's uh that's been pretty entertaining too it's just yeah. this is gonna be a good one i think yeah we got a lot of good stuff lined up um uh i i I don't know. I mean, th- this before we get started, I really w- did want to to get uh, get into this one um, just because it's it's so damn funny. Um, gunshot sound effects used during Eminem's Bonnaroo set <laughs> caused the crowd to panic. Um, I'm not I'm not sure who to be more upset with. So um, Eminem uh, has a, a gunshot sound at the end of the song "Kill You," and uh, people were uh, people were upset. They actually criticized his decision with some saying that there, there should have been a warning if potentially traumatizing or triggering sound effects were going to be used. So that's why part of me is like, fuck these people. Like I hate these people. Uh, and the other part of me is like, I fucking hate Eminem. So I, I don't know. I don't know who to be more mad at, but it is just like a really, really funny situation, man. Yeah. I, I thought it was pretty funny. I didn't watch the video. So just a few minutes ago, I just saw it earlier. And I thought that's bound to be pretty funny. And I watched the video, and it is pretty fucking funny. Like, there's a, it happened a couple times. Must be, uh, if there maybe they're different angles, like completely different angles. But 
Yeah, it's it's pretty funny, especially happening during the song Kill You. I mean, I'm not really upset at anybody. I think it's funny as fuck. I mean, I just I want to know like I, I none of the none of these kids that are going to Bonnaroo, which is such an expensive fucking uh festival. None of these kids that are going, they they had never really heard of Eminem. They they're, you know, fucking 19, 20 years old and shit. Uh Eminem hasn't been good for a long time. Um and <laughs> it's just like this old man trying to be fucking edgy <laughs> at a kid's festival. And, and he didn't realize that they were going to be upset about it. Uh, it's it's pretty <laughs> funny. It's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> Dude, he is. He's basically a boomer in the rap community. That's what it comes <laughs> down to. And he's, he's fucking lost his goddamn mind, too. Like, oh, God. He's just such a fucking liberal fucktard now, and he's triggered by everything, and then... You know, he he raps about, you know, calling faggots and being homophobic and transphobic. And then he's like got a grinder account that he admitted to. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Dude? I still don't know if that's a joke or not. I don't know if he was joking or not. I, I don't think he's very funny, dude. Like, he's funny when he raps sometimes. But I, don't, I think he's being pretty fucking serious. Well, like, check out this tweet. This is funny. Because remember, guys, that's how you do journalism is you just fill, fill everything up with uh, with tweets. But being at a festival slash concert in these current times brings new concerns and fears. Had to leave uh, at Eminem set after third gunshot at Bonnaroo because panic was setting in my section. Front pit. Extremely realistic and scary. Would have been good to have had a warning before the show. Hashtag irresponsible. I was having a good time at Eminem's set. Then he played a realistic gunshot noise. The whole crowd ducked, and I've never felt more traumatized and ready to panic. Completely inappropriate. <laughs> oh, God damn. That's just so funny. I don't yeah, know. Especially, like, during the song Kill You. Like, that is just, it's <laughs> it's such great fucking timing. And he's just, like, he's oblivious to it. He's like, ah, Whatever. But pretty soon you're going to see people get triggered by, like, fireworks and shit like that with these things. I mean, uh, I kind of get the whole gunshot thing, like, yeah. uh, you know, a little bit. I'm, I'm, I mean, they, they're obviously making it a way bigger deal than it needs to be. But uh, pretty soon it'll be, like, fireworks and shit are going to be giving fucking people PTSD at rap concerts. <laughs> Thought it was a bomb. Um, let's see. What else happened here uh, before we start? Anthony Bourdain killed himself. Uh, and then you get like all of these fucking hot takes all over Twitter. If people were like, he was a shitlet, he deserved it. And the other people were like, Anthony Bourdain was the, uh, an inspiration or whatever. You're like, no, he was just kind of this like retarded asshole chef. And, uh, I don't know, man. I liked kitchen confidential. Um, that's, you know, that's about it. I never really watched much of his crap. Uh, that's, that's about the end of it. But, uh, weird how these like, I've also seen the fucking retards QAnon posting uh, saying that like Hillary Clinton killed uh, was it Kate Spade and and Anthony Bourdain and like oh it's just weird shit and Chester um, Bennington where's Chester Bennington uh, he was the lead singer of Lincoln Park remember that was where it all like started that was right around the election time I think where they're like yeah the Clintons killed him he was exposing pedophilia and uh, uh, in Hollywood and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden he like kills himself. Like, yeah, he's not really, de- he wasn't really depressed. Well, obviously he was, he fucking killed himself. Right. Uh, I don't know, man. But now any, anytime anybody who like says anything about Hillary Clinton and, uh, and then dies, like <laughs> not too long after this is going to keep happening. These QAnon retards have got to go. 
It's, I mean, as goofy as the account is, uh, was it Coach Feinstock uh, on Twitter said that QAnon uh, is just like political horoscopes. You know, it's just (laughs) stupid bullshit. Oh, God. I don't know. One more thing I wanted to ask before we get the show started here, um, because I know we're just kind of, you know, you you know how we do things, guys. We just kind of drag ass for a little while. Um, What, dude, why is it that every Greek restaurant that I've ever been to serves pizza? Uh, I don't know, but I've never been to a Greek restaurant. Really? Okay. Yeah. Never. I don't even know what, what's Greek food, like just salad and shit with like feta. Yeah, there's that. There's like shawarma, falafel, uh, uh, spanakopita, baklava. Uh, baklava is fucking good. I've never had baklava. Really? Oh, that's pretty fucking good. But you can get that at the pizza place here, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, don't even, I don't even know. I don't even know if I've even seen a fucking Greek restaurant. Aside, actually, you know what's fucking weird? There is hmm. a Greek restaurant here, and it's a fucking pizza place. See what is going on? <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah, I just thought of that because I know the people, and I'm like, well, I don't even know if I even know any Greek people. Come to find out, I do, and they own a pizza place. Yeah, see, that's the thing because like you'll find like uh, uh, Spanakopita, some some. Uh, uh, and, and baklava, some like pizza joints and all of that. Why is my computer frozen? Um, but uh, yeah, I just thought that was weird. Like I, I went to this uh, this uh, this Greek place this morning, and you know I got I got pizza. And dude, they put so much cheese on it. It was the most ridiculous thing. Like the crust was real thin and shit. Uh, but there was just a mountain of cheese, just a mountain of cheese. It was uh, it was pretty good, but it was rather difficult to eat, honestly. But I don't know. I don't know. Just something to think about, guys. Like, what's up with the like the fucking like? I guess maybe it's like why why are why are Greeks making pizzas? Something's up here. I don't know. Yeah, actually, yeah, I, that is fucking weird. Like, I never thought about it until today. You know, I never once thought about it. I, I gotta find an actual Greek restaurant. That's what I gotta do. An actual Greek restaurant. Greek, yeah. Greeks, <laughs> freaks. They're Turks. Same thing. Oh God. Well, um, we've got, uh, it's good to have you back, Spicky. Uh, we've got, um, a lot of stuff on, uh, on the stack here. Uh, we got to talk about Justin Trudeau. Um, black people are doing weird things. Dennis Rodman is, uh, you know, he's going to be in North Korea. Um, got some, got some more Trump stuff. Uh, got some, uh, lying press stuff. Um, and uh, then there's a really interesting report that came out from the Justice Department. So, uh, what do you think, man? You wanna you wanna go ahead and uh, put the pedal to the metal on this one? Yes, sir. OIWD presents Right to Brian, 100% correct, 70% accurate. So you might have heard there was the G7 summit. Uh, Trump wasn't there this morning for their uh, global warming part. Uh, he left. He was like, all right, this is uh, we knew he was going to leave because he's headed off to Singapore to uh, to to meet with uh, Kim Jong-un. Um, but he's caused quite a bit of a stir over there. And it was, it was a little funny. The, the major thing to take away from this uh, is Justin Trudeau is a huge fag. So 
there is, you know, the, the Canadians have had a whole bunch of tariffs and all of this stuff on, on us for a long time. It's just always been like that. And, you know, it's uh, Trump's like, OK, if you don't, you know, if you don't uh, make a better deal here, if we, you know, we got to renegotiate NAFTA. We've got to just kind of let's get a let's get a better thing going. You know, G7 is boring as shit. It's just a bunch of boring crap. It's completely fucking pointless. But then Justin Trudeau gets uh, gets on uh, gets on TV after Trump had left and said on uh, July first they're gonna uh, use retaliatory tariffs. Canadians, we're polite, we're reasonable, but we also will not be pushed around. Trudeau said. Now. Uh, then, of course, uh, uh, Donald Trump takes to Twitter and says, based on Justin's false statements at his news conference and the fact that Canada is charging massive tariffs to our U.S. farmers, workers, and companies, I have instructed our U.S. reps not to endorse the communique as uh, we look at uh, tariffs on automobiles flooding the U.S. market. So I, I, I'm, I was surprised by this a little bit, guys. I'm not... You know, I don't, I don't think too much is going to come of it. Basically, they ha- they all have to bend the knee. All right. They're all going to have to do it. But they need to saber rattle and say, like, I'm doing what's best for my country. But Trudeau took it a little bit too far because now everybody, even even Democrats, some Democrat uh, co- Congressman Raja Krishnamurthy uh uh, said in a statement here, while I have serious concern about President Trump's approach to trade talks with Canada, Prime Minister Trudeau has placed our uh, trade relationship with Canada at risk by publicly feuding with President Trump on the world stage. Uh, so he's some he's some Illinois guy, and it uh, you know doesn't doesn't really matter there. But when you've even got the Democrats saying like Trudeau, you're kind of a fucking fag. That's uh, I, I don't know. I think he just took it a little bit too far. Trudeau's not well liked in Canada um it's he's he's not as popular as he used to be and maybe he's trying to uh trying to get some points because he is up for re-election i believe it's next year um so that probably has a lot to do with it i think he's just trying to show he's a big tough dude uh and you know oh fuck donald trump and all that but uh buddy that's that's not a good look like it's just not a good look for trudeau and another interesting part was the photos that came out of that uh that was neat because when you saw like different countries had, you know, different angles and all of that. And it was just neat. I mean, it was to be expected, but it was just neat that like they had, uh, you know, like Merkel supposedly uh, towering over Donald Trump, even though he looks smug as shit uh, while he's sitting there. But that comes out of Germany. And then there was one where uh, Trudeau looks, you know, professional and all of that, like he was in charge. Uh, And then the U S has, you know, the one where all the leaders and everybody are just like, surrounding you know donald trump and and he's in charge so i just thought that was neat too but um like man people are not thrilled uh they're they're not they're not thrilled with uh with trudeau i mean one some some advisor got on um uh got got on like fox or something like that said that trudeau stabbed us in the back uh uh, says Peter, uh, yeah, as Peter Navarro uh, says, you know, there's a special place in hell for any foreign leader that engages in bad pa- faith diplomacy with President Donald J. Trump and then stabs him in the back on, a, uh, on the way out the door. So, yeah, um, it uh, I don't know. I, I just think he's just saber rattling and I think he's doing it for, uh, you know, political gain. I don't know, Specky. It's I mean, at least something happened, you know, because the G7 is so fucking boring anyway. 
And then like he was late to the breakfast for like women's equality thing, which I just thought was just so fucking funny. Um, it's it's pretty boring shit, Spicky. I mean, all in all, right? Yeah, he's a big gay too. Justin Trudeau is the biggest fucking fag. Uh, well, uh, I think him and Macron confirmed they're fucking gay together, right? That picture was pretty priceless. Well, I'm not uh, sure if I saw that one. Oh yeah, they're they're pretty close by the looks, <laughs> uh, like real gay. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely just uh, he's peacocking a little bit. I mean, really, what's he gonna fucking do? I mean, he's just he's making an ass out of himself. Realistically. Uh, I don't know if he sees it that way. He's trying to get some more points with the uh, Canadians who hate Trump. But uh, I don't know if it's going to really work when Trump's just like, yeah, look, uh, okay, be a dick. I mean, it's not going to end well for you. Your two exports are fucking cars and maple syrup, and that's it. It's all you have. (laughs) You fucking suck as a country, and you're nothing without us. So just shut your fucking mouth, nerd. <laughs> he should just—he should just go. Justin from Canada is a fucking nerd. Just, just tweet that. Like, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think it's got to be that though. He's got to just—he's got to see that his poll numbers are down, uh, and he's hoping that this is gonna—that this is gonna help. I mean, I understand a little bit of the saber rattling. Everybody's gonna do that. Like, you know, uh, like old old uh, macaroon, uh, macron, macaroni, uh, whatever you want to call him, uh, old lady fucker. Um, you know, he, he did a little bit of that or whatever, and then that lasted about a day. I mean, yeah, they kind of, you know, they kind of, kind of, got to do that. But I just think Trudeau took it a little bit too far, um, and I don't think this guy knows what he's doing. I mean, he's like one of the youngest uh, PMs I believe that Canada's ever had, uh, if not the youngest. I don't know much about Canada. We do have a Canadian coming on here uh, in the next couple episodes. I need to confirm when that is, uh, but we got a Canadian coming on who's going to talk about uh, Canadian politics with us. So. Uh, you know, get ready to hear all about that. Um, but I, I, I just, um, I don't know. I mean, what a doofus! Like, what a complete retard! It's just silly to me. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is definitely a fucking nerd. And I, he got elected for being some like, uh, he's like some fucking pop culture icon or something. I mean, I don't think he was before, but that's literally why he got elected. Like. Oh, look, he looks like he was in NSYNC. Uh, yeah, let's vote for this guy because we're fucking so smart up here in Canada. Yeah, I mean, it was it was uh, it was because he's a young, attractive guy and all the women in Canada were like, you know, uh, you, you got their maple syrup all hot and everything. So they just uh, they elected this doofus. And like it was funny, too, at his press conference, uh, he, he tried to bitch. He was about like and it's especially insulting because uh, he says it's a matter of national security. Uh, and there's been many Canadians that have uh, fought side by side with Americans and all of that. And it's it's just like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, he's a dork. He's a fucking nerd. That's, that's, a, that's about the extent of it. You're listening to Right to Bryden. Making Nigel Farage look like a pussy. The Department of Justice put out an interesting report. The Department of Justice and Homeland Security released quarterly alien incarceration report highlighting the negative effects of illegal immigration and the need for border security. So this thing's kind of long, but we're going to get through it um, just because these numbers are staggering. Uh, This should be way bigger news 
Um, but you know, I mean, it's a it's a big news week. You know, we have the IG report coming out on Thursday, uh, which uh, sucks because that's you know we're gonna get news cuffed on that since we record on Wednesdays, and then um, obviously on uh, on the twelfth there. Uh, you've got, uh, in two days, um, you've got, uh, Trump over in Singapore, but this, uh, this is interesting. President Trump's executive order on enhancing public safety in the interior of the United States requires the DOJ and DHS to collect relevant data and provide quarterly reports on data collection efforts. On June 7, 2018, DOJ and DHS released a uh, fiscal year 2018 first quarter alien incarceration report complying with this order. The report found that more than one in five of all persons in Bureau of Prisons custody were known or suspected aliens, and 93% of confirmed aliens in DOJ custody were in the United States unlawfully. One in five. One in fucking five. The illegal, uh, the illegal immigrant crime rate in this country should be zero, said Attorney General uh, Sessions. Every crime committed by an illegal alien is, by definition, a crime that should have been prevented. It is outrageous that tens of thousands of Americans are dying each year because of the drugs and violence brought over our borders illegally, and the taxpayers have been forced year after year to pay millions of dollars to incarcerate, incarcerate tens of thousands of illegal aliens. Uh, that, that is another reason why the DOJ under President Trump's leadership has instituted a zero tolerance policy on legal entry and yada, yada, yada. Um, so Section 16 of the executive order directs the uh, Security of Home, uh, Secretary of Homeland Security and the Attorney General to collect relevant data and provide quarterly reports regarding the immigration status of all aliens incarcerated under the supervision of, Bureau of uh, Federal Bureau of Prisons. And then blah, blah, blah. It goes on now um, with, you know, just the stuff that they do. Well, a total of 57,820 known or suspected aliens were in DOJ custody at the end of uh, fiscal year 2018, quarter one, including 38,132 persons in BOP custody and uh, 19,688 persons in uh, uh, U.S. Marshals custody. Uh, uh, of this, uh, 42,284 people have been confirmed by U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement uh, to be aliens, uh, while, uh, non-citizens and non-nationals, while 15,536 aliens were still under uh, ICE investigation to determine their alienage and or removability. About 42,284 confirmed aliens, 39,413 uh, people, 93%, were unlawfully present. These numbers are a 62% unlawful rate among the 38,132 known or suspected aliens in BOP custody and a 78% unlawful rate, 19,688 confirmed aliens in the USMS. Okay, so that's a lot. Like, obviously, that's like, oh, man, but check this shit out. Approximately 16,233 aliens in USMS custody required housing in a state, local, and private facilities, which cost... (laughs) One million four hundred eighty-five thousand, uh, four hundred fifty-eight thousand, three hundred seventy-two dollars and seventy-two cents a day. That's a day. So, good grief! So they list uh, they list a few uh, examples here. Those don't really matter. Um, the thing that uh, the thing that does matter, though. Of uh, the uh, 183,058 inmates in BOP custody, and then 23% were reported by BOP as known or suspected aliens. Further, uh, listen, uh, that aliens were 
as as follows. Uh, it's about tw- uh, 21,000. So it's 20,976. 55% were unauthorized uh, subject to removal. Uh, almost 12,000, 31%. Uh, remain under investigation by ICE. Seven percent were unlawfully present now in removal uh, proceedings. Uh, approximately seven percent were lawf- uh, lawfully present aliens, but are now in removal see- uh, proceedings. And only 124 of them uh, who have been granted relief or protection from removal. So little, you know, it's uh, it's little things, I guess. But, uh, let's see. Here, here's where it, here's where it's at. Here's the criminal offenses uh, that they they committed in uh, in the in the year there. Uh, they're you know they're they're in local Texas jails. Uh, this is Texas Department of Public Safety, but um, six six hundred sixty three thousand criminal offenses. So thirteen hundred homicides, seventy one hundred sexual assaults, almost ten thousand weapons charges, almost eighty thousand assaults, uh, eighteen thousand or so burglaries. Almost eighty thousand drug charges, eight hundred and fifteen kidnappings, about forty five thousand thefts, and about uh, forty two hundred robberies. Um, now that's 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 from the Texas Department of Public Safety. That's just the, the, the two hundred fifty one thousand illegals that have been booked into uh, local Texas jails between two thousand eleven and uh, uh, two thousand eighteen. That's just where that comes from. Have you heard much about this? Because when you put all the numbers out like that, that is fucking, how, how can anybody defend this besides Trump is a big meanie? I don't know, man. Yeah. You remember when he said uh, they're not sending their best? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what this basically confirms. Uh, it, it's a pretty fucking pretty staggering number of uh, illegals that we're paying for. Um, another thing that kind of stood out is, uh, they're talking about an illegal alien who is sentenced to 32 months in prison for, uh, intent to distribute a kilo of heroin and over 50 grams of meth and possession of a firearm illegally. Well, 32... it was no, 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 no. It's 324 months. Oh, I, I, I thought <laughs> there was a point there. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. It, it, there, I mean, why not just uh, put them down? Why not just uh, get rid of them? Just uh, they're gonna come back if you send these fuckers back. They're coming back, uh, so, especially with no wall. But uh, I would just say, yeah, hey, look, you're uh, literally here killing people. Okay, bring them to a ditch, put a bullet in the back of their head. Forty-five <laughs> cents. It's fucking over with. Who cares? Nobody's gonna miss them. They're here here illegally. No, but they have that spark of divinity, dude. They have that that, that, that yeah. spark of divinity, and they have families. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta just uh, allow for all of the fucking rape and murder, and like the uh, dude, like how do you get eight hundred and fifteen kidnappings by illegals in like seven years? Like, who the fuck is kidnapping? Like that's like Jesus fuck, and like that's the you know that's the small one there, but. Because, like, whatever, I get that, okay, weapons charges, they're going to rape, they're going to murder, all of that. But, like, seems like a lot of kidnappings. Like, what? just fucking illegals. Uh, And that's just Texas, you know? Yeah, I thought kidnapping was one of those crimes that went away when you and I were kids, you know? You used to hear about that shit all the time. Now they don't even talk about it, really. You used to hear about, like, oh, this chick got abducted, and they, like, get this massive manhunt. Now it's, like, so fucking common, they don't even talk about it. It's like, cats, we get kidnapped again, uh. Yeah, this is fucking weird, man. Like, this is, like, staggering. I mean, I kind of, I guess 
I guess you assume it's that bad or, or, you know, we think it's that bad. And then when the actual numbers come out, you're still, you're really shocked about it. It's, it's, it's pretty shocking. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I'm interested to see how this, uh, how this gets spun. I think more than anything, people just are not going to talk about it or, or just say, oh, that's just made up, you know? That's just uh, that, I think that'll be that'll be the route. That's like the Sean King route right there. So you just say that it's fucking not real. You just, you just shout fake and gay. Uh, I, I spent over a thousand hours in Photoshop and I can tell by the pixels that, that that's not it's not real. I'm kind of surprised the weapon charges are so low, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, uh, compared to everything else, the uh, the assaults. I mean, I get that because uh, a lot of the illegals are big into the the meth and the bar scene. So that kind of makes sense. Uh, drug charges for sure. <laughs> Man, that is a lot of kidnappings. Holy fuck. Right? Like, <laughs> <That> is, fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? 815 like, in seven years. Like, geez, like how many, let's see. Good grief. Let's see. Eight, one every six. three days. Uh, yeah, that's that's almost that's almost uh, it's almost sixty eight kidnappings a year. <laughs> that's that's that's. Wait, no, that can't be right. Yeah, no, it is okay. Yeah, no, it'd be like sixty eight fucking kidnappings. I want to know a little bit more about this. Like, I need more examples here. Like, who's getting kidnapped? It's got to be like uh, cartel shit. I mean, I'm sure a lot of them are fucking pedos. Um, that's got to be a big part of it. But you know, it's just. It's so much fucking money. And there's just so many of them. I mean, the big thing is one in five of all persons in fucking prison are fucking illegals. Like, you want to cut down the prison population? Like, I know how to do it. Yeah. Uh, Firing squads, dude. (laughs) Like, if, If you're here illegal and you rack up a sentence over 10 years, it should be to the ditch you go. That's it. I mean, there's, there's no point in paying. I mean, you're not punishing them. Being in the United States prison, is. I don't give a fuck what state or where the fuck it is. Even if it's in the shittiest prison in California, it is still way better than being in fucking Mexico. Anywhere in Mexico. So, and they're, they're living for free. I mean, ultimately, it seems like that's what some of these scumbags want. I mean, uh... You know, if they're so fucking poor, they're working for six beans a day and shit in Mexico. Come over here. I know what I'll do. I'll get really drunk, get high as fuck on meth, go rape some people, kidnap some people, and I'll have a nice life in prison with my homeboys. (laughs) (laughs) It's a staggering number. Like, it's got to be just like it's fun to these people or something. Yeah. I mean, dude, well, Mexico is a mess and like it's it's got a lot of fucking crime and everything. Like, but I, I just. One in five, dude. And the thing is, like, I don't blame, you know, the illegals for wanting to come here. I'm mad at our government for not doing anything about it. Like, they can want to come here all the fuck they want. But, no, you don't You don't get to. And the reason is, look at what you people do. Like, good grief. You're just filling up all of our prisons. Like, I mean, they're really, like, really giving blacks a run for their money, man. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah, they, they sure are. I mean, uh. This is, it's still shocking. Like, I'm, I'm still kind of shocked. Like, I, I, I've saw, I saw this uh, yesterday, I think it was, or, or earlier today. I can't remember. But uh, 
this, uh, like, you know, it's it's one of those things you like, you know, this is the case. But then when it comes out, you're like, holy fuck, I wasn't exaggerating. Right. It's it's <laughs> it, it's shocking. It really is. Uh, and then there's so th- there's people who defend this shit. They're like, oh, no, no, we got to have open borders here. Fuck you. This is a pretty good example as to why we don't need open borders. No. Well, I mean, the the problem is we are going to end up uh, like Brazil. I mean, dude, it doesn't take much to like just just Google like fucked up shit that happens in Brazil all the time. That that's where we're going to end up like. I mean, it's going to be less like Mexico. It's going to be more like Brazil, just this multicultural crime ridden hellhole. Um, I mean, good grief! Can you imagine? Hey, if we weren't even having this conversation, uh, if it was just like still, oh, it's our strength, it's our strength, it's our strength. And I, I, we never would have seen the numbers on that. Like they never would have, that, that, that never would have come out. I mean, we knew that there was a low number, 11 million illegals. I mean, dude, so many of them are in fucking prison. <laughs> oh, I hate these people. I don't know, man. Yeah. That's, that's, I really just wanted to like read it off there just so that people know, um, you know, that is out. Those are the numbers. And uh, show them to your friends. Show them to your family. Uh, everybody should uh, should get to see these. It's uh, staggering, staggering numbers. Very, very scary. Uh, very scary, scary stuff. This is right to Biden. At least listen to a podcast on the internet. As we slide further and further into just absolute fucking clown world. Georgia County official takes oath of office on Malcolm X autobiography. I'm read that again. Georgia County official takes oath of office on Malcolm X autobiography. Malcolm X, better than God, apparently. So, <laughs> and, and you ought to see this fucking lunatic who's big, big fucking, big old fro, uh, Got got the uh, you know got the hand on on the Malcolm X autobiography and holding up the Black Power fist, uh, Maria Parker. She won by thirteen votes, but twenty uh, six year old doct- uh, doctoral student elected to be the Athens Clark County Commissioner took her oath of office Monday, holding uh, uh, holding her hand not on the Bible but rather a copy of the autobiography of Malcolm X. According to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, uh, Maria Parker, who won the seat by 13 votes, ran as a progressive, declaring on her campaign website, it's time for bold, progressive leadership in Athens. They asked if, uh, it, they, asked if they would like the Bible, and I said no. My mother asked if there was a copy of the Constitution around. No. Parker, who studied linguistics and is a rapper who goes by the name Linguia Franca, told the newspaper, uh, I wanted Malcolm's book. I think they saw it coming. <laughs> Photos of Parker being sworn in and making the rounds on, on social media. Having seen the transformation of someone who came through a difficult background to become vocal and push con- uh, conversations on race in a radical way is powerful, Parker said. Then he shifted course and saw race in, different, in a different lens as he got older. And the fact that he was arguably killed for his politics, these are, these things, these are things that I want to embrace. So you want to get killed? Or do you want to be a, a homosexual prostitute? Because Malcolm X, like both of those things. That's 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 both of those things. 
Uh, I missed the part where she was a fucking rapper. Like, what a sh- what a shocker. I mean, and it's just so stereotypical, dude. Like, look at that photo, Spicky. Holy shit. She, oh, God. Like, well, of course she's a fucking rapper. And and I, I, let's see, she's a doctoral student. Uh, I'm I'm really I'm really wondering here. Like, okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm I'm a linguist. It's like that's not it's not really a it's not really a thing. You're a professional student. And now you're the jackass with the fro. High yellow looking bitch. Good grief, Spicky. Look at her. She's fucking obnoxious. Yeah, that's a... She looks fucking miserable, but that fro is pretty sweet. (laughs) It's a pretty powerful fro. Dude, that thing's like... It sticks out like 18 inches, probably. Either that or she has one tiny-ass motherfucking head. That's (laughs) a... Fucking an amazing fro. Um, when I get elected to office, uh, I'm gonna have them. Um, I'm gonna get sworn in on siege. <laughs> is is what I'm gonna do. Oh god! Yeah, see that <laughs> they wouldn't let they wouldn't let anybody you know do do any swearing in on any other on any other books or anything like that. I I don't think like if she wasn't some you know 85 IQ nog, then there there there'd be there'd be no chance but they were afraid to say no and look at i'm assuming that's her mom standing next to her holding the book there um like look at how proud she is like i just this is this is your future guys this is uh coming to coming to, coming to a uh it's coming to a local government near you this isn't the last time that this is gonna happen i mean we're just gonna be electing stupid fucking rappers and uh, uh, not only that like She's also a, a a woman rapper, so you know she's not any good. Like, I, I wonder. I'm wondering what her what her music sounds like. I wonder if I can. Uh... Oh, dude! I wonder if we get a copyright thing. I for... can't imagine you would. I I can't imagine it's copyrighted. I just can't imagine that the. You'll find it. To be honest with you. <laughs> no, no, no! I think I found it. I found it. Oh. So yeah. So let's let's uh, let's have a listen here. Um, let me uh, let me pull it up. This will be good. This will be good. My post is racing. The pace is crazy. I'm so sure my heart will blow. One of the hot bros is like, "What you acting so startled for? Don't you want to hit off the boat?" When I said I smoked a lot of pot for sure, but being me and startled is par for course. Since early girlhood, I've been burning purple herbal spliffs, slurping them up like Herbie till I'm whirling with the nerve. Honestly, that's better than I thought it was gonna be. But she stole, uh, she stole a Jurassic Five beat, though. Oh, is that right? Yeah, if you get a copyright strike for this, I would argue that uh, that shit was stolen to begin with. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Um, no, no, it's on the th- uh, not the thing. Let's see. Directed by Dope Knife. But I don't know. I, I noticed that she uh, she said that she smokes a lot of pot. Um, yeah. I don't think is that is that legal in Atlanta? I don't think so. I think that uh, I think that you might have a. A scandal. You might have a scandal waiting for you. Because uh, you know she does smoke pot, but. Eating sharper, trying to forget my murderous nervousness and determine if we'd make some better or actually worsens it. You gotta see the fucking video. It's great. She does that, like, uh, that, like, you know, woke black girl, uh, you know, look where, you know, it's like, I'm rolling my eyes up to the, to my eyebrows up here. And, oh, you know. You know, I'm waiting for her to do the snap. 
I'm waiting for him to do the snap. See me in the street, I found a reek of a pair, but only superficially, cause underneath it is soon. Yeah, people peace, how's the cheap in the tail? So a single bank, I be fine keeping it. You see me in the street, I found a reek of a pair, but only superficially. I don't know. Definitely a lot better than I thought. I was thinking she was going to be, uh, I guess I shouldn't have thought that she was going to be like some, uh, uh, you know, like gangsta gangsta shit. Cause like she, she's, she's, uh, you know, woke AF and all of that, like loves Malcolm X. So of course she was going to be some, uh, some woke rapper with all the spoken words and the linguist shit. But, uh, yeah, this is where we're at. We got Malcolm X rapping, uh, woke negresses, um, holding office. Uh, over in Georgia that, um, that killed, what do you think's next, man? Like what's next? That's what I want to know. Who is getting elected next? Because, Hey, I want off of this fucked up ride, but I don't think we're getting, uh, I don't think we're getting off anytime soon. So I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. I mean, what Jesse Ventura, they, he was, he was uh governor for a while. I mean, we got, we got, uh, Arnold, we, we had Arnold. I mean, Trump was was uh, well. Trump was a businessman, though. But he just happened to do the reality TV stuff. Um, who's next? I mean, that's what I want to know. This is this is kind of a, a new low, I think. Um, this is just some. So I, I can't suspect that she's going to do that well. And I don't know. She won by just thirteen votes there. That's just, it. Wasn't like it was a blowout. Um, I can't imagine that she'll do a great job or hold office for that long. I mean, she's 26. She's just, you know, just, uh, how's she going to go to school and, and, and be the the county commissioner? Like that's, I don't know. That just seems like kind of a, I, that's probably a nine to five job actually come to think of it. Probably do it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, th- this is a fucked up bride. Holy shit. Uh, do you think Tlaib Quelly runs for office? Dude, oh my god, we need to encourage him to. Uh, like, I'm thinking really like it's gonna be somebody like that, him or maybe Tariq. Maybe that's why they're trolling so hard on Twitter. Is they are gonna take their fight on racism right into office somewhere? <laughs> like, uh, the, <laughs> Tariq is definitely trolling, and. He, he got trolled back when he got swatted. I don't think I was on after that. That was fucking... I don't agree with doing that to somebody, but it was hilarious. But yeah, I think you're going to get a guy like that who's just trolls so fucking hard, he's going to troll his way into... Maybe he'll take uh, Maxine Waters' seat at some point. Or, uh... <laughs> oh, she's up for election next time, so I don't think it'll be that, but it'll be something no, else in LA. County. No, no, no. no. She, she's, yeah, no she's, she's, uh, she's a congresswoman, so she's up... Uh uh every every two years um but uh and hopefully i mean no but omar navarro is not going to beat her but uh it'd be nice i'd like to see it but uh you know maxine's pretty safe that crazy old aunt jemima motherfucker uh but i could see Tariq doing it i could i could see Tariq uh running for office i don't think that he'd win i think he's like made a fool out of himself way too uh publicly for too long you know like going on tucker carlson and stuff and calling everybody a white supremacist or suspected white supremacist i don't think that he'd do well this lady nobody had fucking heard of and it's you know i mean it's just the county commissioner but uh, i think that's why she was kind of able to uh able to kind of sneak her way in there I, i i'd like to see her website uh 
let's see. I want to I want to see her website because yeah, I wonder if it's all got all kinds of fucking black power shit all over it or not. I wonder. Yeah, the uh the, Tariq would be fucking hilarious. I don't dislike the guy. And, uh, and by the way, for whoever the fuck you assholes are who reported me to the FBI for swatting him, that wasn't me. <laughs> I want to get that out there because uh, I, I forgot all about it, to be honest with you. But some fucking assholes decided to, like, start telling people that was me that did that. And uh, apparently somebody reported me to the FBI. Yeah, that wasn't me. I like the guy. Why would I want him potentially to get <laughs> fucking murdered? I think Tariq is hilarious. He's but, funny. Uh, yeah, I think he'd, he'd probably – that guy is such a fucking moron. He would probably run for, like uh, like – county treasurer and then like get the job and be like oh fuck i can't i can't do math i can't do any of this shit <laughs> he's, he's the type of guy who would just be like yeah i'm running for office and he wouldn't know what the fuck office it was till he got it he's like oh man this shit sucks so yeah, it's just I mean, I'm on our website now. It's like all for the people, progress for the people, justice for the people, the time to uh now to is now to end discrimination in Athens once and for all and housing for the people and all of this. Um I know nothing about Athens, Georgia. Uh if we have any listeners out there, please get in contact with me on, on, on Twitter and let me know what you uh what you think about this. Um but I don't know I don't know anything about about fucking Athens at all. But uh, Georgia, I don't know. I mean, this is the kind. This is yeah, it probably does. I don't know. I've never been. This is kind of the future of the uh, of of the progressive party. It's just going to be a bunch of uh, frizzy haired woke AF rappers, dude. Like, yeah, I can't wait for uh, I can't wait for like Common. You know, maybe uh, maybe President Common. You know, (laughs) Kanye, man. I would unironically vote for Kanye West, dude, just because like, if that's where we're at be like, fuck it, this is going to be hilarious. Uh, the whole thing's off the rails. Let's, let's do this. Let's, well, uh, let's just see how it goes. He would go to the G seven and somebody would try to punk him. He'd lose his fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he would like, it'd be fucking great. Like, no, I don't need the fucking secret service. I've got my own fucking bodyguards. Just fire the secret service and hang out with these fucking dudes. That guy is a riot when he's pissed, by the way, or when somebody, like, <laughs> offends him or, like, uh, says something that he views as retarded. Like, his expressions are fucking priceless. He's a riot, man. Like, that... <laughs> he's not going to make a good president. He's probably going to fuck the country all up. But uh, I could see him or Elon Musk potentially doing something. I mean, Elon's eventually going to get bored of sending rockets that fail up to the fucking moon. That Elon, they... Elon's awesome. I'm okay with President Elon Musk, dude, but he, he can't run because he was born in South Africa. Uh, yeah, well, no, I'm saying like some sort of office. I'm not saying president necessarily. Ah. Yeah. And same thing with Kanye. Like, he might just decide to run for governor of California and be like, yeah, fuck <laughs> this. This is my fucking state now, motherfuckers. You know, like it, it it's going to be somebody like that. Like, you can tell these guys, like, especially guys like them, they're kind of getting fed up with like the media and all that shit. I mean, Kanye and Kim have been fucking harassed by the media for what, like a solid 10, 15 years now, just constantly. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're fed up with all that shit too. So that, you know, they kind of see, they kind of see what's going on with like, uh, with Trump and shit. And I think that's where Elon Musk was going a couple weeks ago was like, 
Uh, yeah, I kind of understand it now. So uh, I, I see why you guys are fucking such scumbags. It all makes <laughs> sense. I don't know. I think it's going to be weird because I do want a lot less lawyers, uh, you know, uh, holding power and things like that. But I think things are going to go in such a wacky direction, uh, potentially, that we're going to just be like, oh, my God, please. Can we get all the fucking lawyers back? Why did we kill all the lawyers? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, how come Jurassic 5, like, th- those guys are fucking governors in five states? What the fuck <laughs> is going on here? Like, like, how come those guys? How come those guys are leading the Pacific Northwest? I don't understand. Where did we go wrong? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I got one more thing before we hit the break here, uh, and it's it's not really on topic, but it's something that uh, just kind of came to me recently. Um, you know how we have all of these fucking fart sniffing intellectual types who have their heads so far up their ass that's all they can see or smell is just. Is their own fucking stupid shit. I think it's time that we stop trying to have conversations with these people. And what we ought to do instead is just tell them to fuck off. Like nothing, nothing works better with these people than totally disregarding everything that they just said, calling it gay, telling them they're retarded, telling them to take a hike. Uh, just, just, you know, call them a fart sniffer. It makes them so mad. Like I, I, I did this recently. And it was the funniest thing. It's uh, just with some leftist fella. And it was like, uh, well, how, how can you still uh, support you know, Trump? He does all of these th- great things for Israel. So he said, you're a fag. Like, just, just, just that's it. Just call them a fart sniffer and just mow on with your day. Because um, one of my favorite quotes is Napoleon. Uh, and he said something along the lines of, uh, you don't reason with intellectuals, you shoot them. And I think if we're going to have any type of a populist, uh, nationalistic uh, type of type of, of, of movement, for lack of a better term, because I hate the word movement. It's so overused and it sounds like poop. But you got to just tell these people to eat a dick. Like that's the it's also the funniest thing to do, because these people spend all day just thinking and, and, and just reading obscure texts and all of these things and then sitting around uh you know, in different uh, different groups and just, mm, yes, quite well. They're really not much better than just journalists. Like anybody that, uh, that, that has that much resentment for just normal people that, that just have jobs, they're not good people. And they're not the people that we want. We want, uh, we want the nice normal people with the jobs. So just try it sometime this week, guys. Next time you, I mean, right, left, anything like that. Next time you see one of these just fart sniffing intellectual types, just, just tell them to eat a dick. Like, just see how it works, and then just repeatedly do it. Like, just don't, don't let up. You know, they're gonna be like, oh, ad hominems, or you know, the, the, the and sarcasm and all of that. No, just, just be like, yeah, but um, you're ugly. Like, you're just, you're ugly and you're dumb. And uh, you know, how, how's, how's that working out for you? Um, your wife cheated on you yet? Like you're just you're fucking terrible. You are so terrible. Give it a try. Just start attacking them based on just stupid shit, and you'll never see anybody get like because you know people make fun of me. They they because I'm I'm fat and skinny at the same time and all of that. Uh, and I'm a drunk and you know whatever. I'm you know uh that it didn't bother me. You know I'm like yeah whatever. You know well that's fine. But watch how quickly they get furious at you. They hate it. 
They absolutely fucking hate it. It's it's just amazing. I mean, I know, Spicky, you had to have done this before, right? It's the most fun. It beats the pants off. Uh, actually, you know, trying to have any discussion with anybody. You just go, you're fucking gay, uh, and you're ugly, and you're fat, and you probably smell bad, and your mom fucked, you know, everybody on the block. Yeah, I mean, as 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 many people know, I'm I'm the king of uh, dragging people back and forth across Twitter with their pants down. And it takes them a while before they realize it. If you don't want to talk to somebody, that's the best way to do it. Is just tell them how fucking stupid they are. Uh, if you want to prolong it, which I tend to go with the opposite strategy of what uh, you just said. You know, the, the Wichter strategy of telling him how fucking dumb he is and he just blocks you. Like, he gets that so much. Like, it's got to be burning into his brain that he's losing his fucking mind i go with the opposite approach i tend to just kind of seek these people out and drag them back and forth and back and forth across twitter there's many ways to skin a cat the intellectuals who think they're beating you in an argument when uh realistically they're beating themselves up uh contradicting themselves constantly uh those are the best ones to prolong those ones are they're funny. But yeah, telling somebody their mom is gay really gets under their skin. Yeah, and then they'll be like, yeah, my mom's dead. Yeah, mine is too, so I can say that to you. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, my mom's dead. Oh, what does she uh, die of? Uh, too much dickitis? Like, is, that, <laughs> is that what your slutty mom died of? <laughs> Why'd your dad kill her, bitch? <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm just so fucking fed up with like, dude, I've just started on Twitter. I'm just blocking like most accounts, like people that don't even follow me or, or maybe they do follow me or something. I'll just see some like really dumb retweet from like, just like some stupid account. And I'm just like, I'm just going to block them. You know, <laughs> just, I know, dude, I hear about it all the time. Like uh, people are like, DM me like, why did Brian block me? I go, I don't know, dude. You'd have to ask him. <laughs> Don't fucking know. I don't know. <laughs> what, 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 what did you say that was fucking dumb? Like, how's that? Like, I get it, like, th- at least, like, two or three times a week, and that's like, uh, dude, I don't I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, next, uh, next time you just tell me, it was like, I, he probably said that, you, he probably just thinks that you're ugly and fat and stupid, and your mom's a bit gay. Like, I don't know, <laughs> man. Like, it's just like, were you, did you say something really dumb and, and really drawn out and, like, long and some really stupid thread about, like, some really dumb take like i mean that because that's a that's a surefire way to get blocked uh just right away no matter who you are um, well, the, the worst part is like when somebody does one of those threads and it's like 30 posts long and then they'll retweet it every hour themselves oh yeah and it's like dude i saw it once and i wanted to fucking blow my brains out and now that i've seen it three or four times during the day i just fucking mute them i don't block them i mute them i think it's even more hilarious yeah because then they uh then they just know that you're ignoring them yeah they like start adding you and shit they're like they're like trying to talk to you and then all of a sudden you like for whatever reason you see somebody reply to them and you're like oh fuck i have this person muted like, oh shit they've been like trying to get my attention all day that's hilarious oh god yeah i just that that's my strategy now guys it's like honestly i just there's and hopefully it cuts down on a lot of just the circle jerking anyway like i i I don't know. Like, I, I'll tell you, I'm not a smart guy. You know, I'm not like this, uh, this, this big intelligent fellow or anything like that. Uh, I work in, uh, you know, practical 
the, the realm of what, what is practical. And you can really upset all of the uh, supposedly big-brained people out there by just uh, calling them names and blocking them. And then they <laughs> brag about it, you know, and they're like, oh, and he blocked me or whatever. It's like, no, you just it's just funny to do. You know, you just uh, you're not important. So I don't know. Just try it. next time you get a, you get one of these fucking assholes. Just uh, just, just call them a fag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it is fucking fun, man. Like they, some people lose their fucking mind. They just start yeah. going off. Like, look at all this shit you've said and you've done. Like, uh, yeah, I don't really care. I can't be held accountable for anything I say or do on Twitter. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's my alter ego. Fuck off. <laughs> so oh, I, I love it when people like completely spurg out like uh I, I man, I just want to see Wichter. Eventually when we keep doing that shit to him, he's gonna lose his fucking mind. He's gonna kill himself, dude. <laughs> well I certainly don't want to see that happen. <laughs> but but it was fucking hilarious when he like shows that revolver in that post. He's like he's like, Yeah, I'm fucking sick and uh this is for taking out as many people as I possibly can. I'm looking at him like, dude, it's a revolver. You're going to get like six at the most. <laughs> right. Like eventually somebody's just going to run up to you and fucking take that thing from you when you're trying to reload it. Like you're 90. Shut up. Oh <laughs> yeah. No, just hit him with the ad homes, the old Chad homonym. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, all right. We're about at, we're about at an hour. Uh, so I think, uh, we'll go ahead and take a break real quick. And, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see on the other side here, guys. From the OIWD studios, this is Right to Brighton. Get this. You know, uh, uh, Mitt Romney is uh, is is running uh, uh, over in Utah, and uh, you know. It, it, you know that uh, so far wasn't working out for him. He didn't just get it handed to him. He's actually got to actually run. But a uh, funny thing came from him. Romney, Trump will be reelected in 2020. Republican Senate candidate Mitt Romney bluntly predicted here on Thursday evening that President Trump would win re-election in 2020. Addressing a major a group of major GOP donors, Romney, who bitterly collided with Trump during the 2016 campaign and implored his party to nominate someone else, also said Trump would easily capture the Republican Party's 2020 nomination. He said Trump's political fortunes would be bolstered by a pair of factors, an improving economy and the likelihood the Democrats will choose an outside of the mainstream candidate. I think President Trump will be renominated by my party easily, and I think he'll uh, be reelected solidly. I think I think that not just because of the strong economy and because people are increasingly seeing rising wages, but I think it's true, uh, also true because I think our Democrat friends are likely to nominate someone who is really outside of the mainstream of American thought and will make it easier uh, for a president who is presiding over a growing economy. Um, man, this guy wants to wants to win. It's great. It's nice that you know he's bending the knee. That, I mean, I don't. Now I don't think he's going to do anything if he is elected. I hope that he's not, but. I don't think that he's going to do anything to to help the Trump administration. He's not going to play ball. He needs to get in there so that he can fuck everything up. But Romney's a snake, you know. I mean, you, you know the guy's a snake. But there's a good chance. I mean, there's a lot of Mormons over there in, in Utah, and, and Romney's a Mormon. So I think there's a chance that he could get it, that he could get into the Senate. Uh, but I think it's fucking hilarious that now 
Mitt Romney of all people. Mitt fucking Romney is like, uh, yeah, Trump's going to win in 2020. I think that Romney doesn't want him to win in 2020. But man, Spicky, how badly does he want to win this thing? It's so fucking funny. Yeah, he's going all out. Uh, but I mean, he's, he's a fucking snake. I mean, we all know it. But uh, he's going to do whatever he can. He's going to he's gonna cuck. But don't think for uh, one second that this guy isn't going to flip-flop back and become on uh, or go back to the uh, never-Trump fucking uh, tirade that he's been on, uh, especially, you know, with, like, Evan McMuffin and shit like that. That guy was just... I, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I I can't I can't imagine. I mean, he's that guy just he got bullied so fucking bad that it was just that was priceless. It was fucking great. That that wonderful picture. Uh, wait, McMuffin or or Romney? Uh, McMuffin, who was Romney's lackey. Yeah, dude, McMuffin. Uh, I, do we know how his uh, audit is going? He's being audited for his uh, campaign, which uh, never ends well. <laughs> Yeah, I you know it's weird. I I I heard about that a while. It was a while ago, right? A couple months ago. Yeah, we uh, we talked about it. We reported on it. Yeah, it was a it was a couple months ago, and and my fuck, it might even have been longer than that. Though it might have been like five or six months ago. No, it wasn't that long ago because it was. Uh, no, it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. It yeah, was, uh, that doesn't go well for people when when the FEC gets involved and. Uh, it, 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 they're going to find something. They're not going to waste their time, especially uh, especially people who have no idea what the fuck they're doing when they're running a campaign and have really shitty advisors, apparently. Well, what yeah, is that, it, was, that was Romney's lackey. Well, what's funny, too, about Romney is, like, there's there's no way that he's not still bitter uh, about, you know, Trump just parading him around and then making a fool of him and being like, yeah, I'm not going to give you secretary of state, you fucking <laughs> retard. No, like, I love that beautiful, beautiful uh, um, uh, photo where, like, the, the Romney's you know, looking there just like all kind of bummed, like, oh, how did I even get here? And Trump is just grinning ear to fucking ear. <laughs> oh, well, they're in the restaurant there. That's just absolutely amazing i mean there's no way that romney forgot about that he's not just gonna be like no oh well let me work with the president now no because this guy it's not like he has any um you know any any real moral fiber or anything like that uh you know like ted cruz did a great job of okay uh that's I, I, i'm gonna play ball with the president and he's been backing the president and that's great now we like uh now we like ted cruz but romney will never be that Romney's never going to do that. This snaky little son of a bitch. He's just saying that to get elected. And I, I wonder, I mean, he's got, we're going to find out on June 26th. Uh, he's up against Mike Kennedy. Um, so in a, uh, in a runoff. So uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see. I think that could be, uh, that could be interesting. Man, anybody but Romney. Like, just, you know, he's just lying. What was the thing that, what was the Romney thing that we talked about recently? Did we get to do it or not? The one where he was like, my favorite meat is hot dogs or whatever. Yeah, we talked about that. It was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we had a quite a long segment about that. Actually, <laughs> it's <was> fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, my favorite meat is hot dogs. Like, oh, it's good, good, Romney. Yeah, okay, Mister Fucking. I'm just like you, working class people. My favorite meat is hot dogs. 
yeah, this guy will say anything, man. This guy will just say anything at all. I mean, what a dweeb, too. Like, how do you lose to Barack Obama? Like, oh, my God. Somebody – he shouldn't have lost. Uh, wait, what was – I mean, the thing um, – no, uh, I mean, the the thing was that video that came out of him. Uh, what did he say that pissed everybody off? Uh, something. I, I don't know. Something about people not paying taxes or something like that, which I, I don't even think it was like wrong. It's just it's not a good look. Uh, it was some leaked video from a closed. Um, ooh, from a uh, sorry about that. Closed uh, uh, like donor thing or whatever. And like, why am I not surprised that it's like, uh, yeah, addressing a group of major GOP donors? Like, does he do anything else? Like, I don't, I, I don't think he's ever done anything else. Like, he just runs around talking to GOP donors and shit, like, and bankers, like, all the time. And then yeah. he, he taught dogs, apparently. Yeah, he's an odd fellow, like, a real odd fellow. Uh, what did he do before this? I don't even know. I really have no idea. Well, he was some type of uh, business guy, I think. Um, he what, what did he do? He because he like destroyed small businesses basically for a living. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's always just kind of been like a real piece of shit, but uh, an American businessman and politician. Uh, then he was governor. Then it was the nominee, and then he hasn't done anything since 2012. That's got to tell you a lot, you know. Like, what has he done since then? Uh, well, he helped Evan McMuffin. What? Okay, what has he done since then? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what he spent his time doing. He's not done anything successful since then, I guess. He hasn't done anything successful in a long time, actually. What was his... Let's see, management consulting. That's what he did with the Boston Consulting Group. Uh, and, uh, yeah, okay. That's, that that's what he did. That explains how he got a job in politics. Yeah, he was always just some some prick. Uh, vice president uh, of the firm in '78, who like worked with Monsanto and shit like that. Oh, wicked good guy. Yeah, he's, so he's just a dick riding lobbyist, basically. Is what it comes down. Yeah, to. in Massachusetts, where they absolutely fucking uh, rape, pillage, and murder small businesses. For the record, nice. What a winner. Yeah, what nice guy. Fucking nice fucking guy. Oh, dude, I didn't know this. Uh, Mitt's father, George, uh, lost the Republican presidential nomination to Nixon. Huh. I don't know anything about George Romney. Oh, well. Yeah, they're uh, they're pretty fucking... <laughs> they're pretty fucking obscure. Those fucking guys are apparently uh, just a bunch of nobodies. Because Romney, dude, like, he... That's his thing, like... He he has to stay in the limelight. Like the guy just won't fucking go away. I don't <laughs> think he wanted to be president. I think he just wanted to like be on camera. Well, didn't like, he? Didn't he fucking what a what a piece of shit after he lost uh, an embarrassing loss to uh, that black guy that we let run things for a while. Uh, he even said like, oh, you know, I didn't I didn't want to be president anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he just he can't go away. That's his problem. Like the guy just. He's addicted. Like, he thinks he's, you know, like a professional baseball player or something. He wants to get recognized everywhere he goes. Uh, what he doesn't realize is nobody fucking likes him. Like, yeah. nobody. Anywhere. No, I can't think of anybody that does. I mean, he just kind of represents, uh, you know, the old guard Republican Party, the old guard GOP, you know, the, the real, uh, you know, establishment types and all of that. Like, that's just what, that's what Mitt Romney is, you know. Um 
So I don't know. Uh, I'd, I'd like to see the polls. I'd like to know um, how he's he's shaping up uh, against Mike Kennedy uh, for this runoff in, in, on uh, the 26th. I mean, that's right around the corner, you know. Uh, so that will be pretty interesting. I really, really fucking because Romney has that name recognition, you know, and he's Mormon. A lot of Mormons in Utah. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure how that's gonna how that's gonna pan out. I mean, uh, the the Mormons are gonna vote for him. I would imagine they have like they have to. And there's just so damn many of them. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. He uh, he didn't just get it handed uh, handed to him. So that's. Uh, that's good, at least, Mister uh, Mister Hot Dog Romney. I don't know. You got uh, you got anything else on uh, on old mittens? Uh, no, man. It's just the, the people who fall for his shit. They uh, they are fucking sheep. You know, they, to to sit here and think that the guy is like, yeah, you know, Trump's really not doing that bad of a job. Just kind of shows you how much he wants a fucking seat you know what he's gonna go back and do but uh boomers are gonna eat it up man they are gonna eat it up uh it's the younger people who should uh really be woke to this shit and not fall for it i mean (laughs) these people are fucking uh professional politicians they're fucking snakes right all of them yeah he's uh he sure is a uh, big old piece of shit So this is from uh, Big League Politics. Um, Spiky, do you remember that uh, terrible hit piece that uh, I, my friend and yours, Cassie Dillon, wrote for the Daily Wire recently uh, saying, um, uh, you know, oh, uh, Paul Nealon uh, and, and Corey Stewart are our best buddies. And like he, he said that he admired Paul Nealon and all of this. Now, never mind the fact that that was from February of last year before Neilan, I don't know, lost his fucking mind uh, in real time on Twitter. Uh, I, did did you happen to see that piece? No. Okay, so it was it was essentially that. I don't watch. I, I don't. I try not to read anything that females write. I can't stand listening to them talk. What just seeing anything that they do just irks me, especially uh, especially when it comes to politics. So the thing is, uh, and they have the video, uh, Virginia Senate candidate Corey Stewart calls anti-Semite Paul Hero, uh, Paul Nealon Hero. Um, 
<laughs> the video recently surfaced, recently surfaced. And she says here, it was posted uh, on Stuart's own YouTube account in February 2017. She doesn't, uh, doesn't bring any of this up, uh, you know, at all. They've got to like link Kessler who uh, endorsed Corey Stewart uh, on Twitter, because remember, that's how you do journalism. Cassie Dillon, you phylo-Semitic slut, you fucking idiot. Uh, and that's how you handle that. That's, that's what you say. You just, you just say you're a slut. But uh, so real big, uh, real big, uh, you know, big league politics uh, has uh, this. This is from the sixth, actually. So it's been out for a little while. You may have seen it. You may not have. Daily Wire tries to coerce Jerry Falwell Jr. to drop Corey Stewart endorsements. Avowed never Trumper Ben Shapiro is using his platform to coax college Republicans at Liberty University into pressuring the school's president to drop his endorsement of uh, candidate jo- uh, Corey Stewart. Text messages uh, uh, messages obtained by Big League Politics show that a member of the uh, Liberty University College Republicans, Ian Trey Parrish, spoke with Cassie Dillon of Daily Wire, and the outlet wanted uh, the incoming student body president, Jacob Page, to draft a letter to the university president, Jerry Falwell Jr., demanding that he drop his endorsement of Stewart. Um, so here's, uh, here, here's the, uh, uh, the, the text message here, uh, to do if it ever, if it ever pulls up here. Um, so, uh, I just got off a call with Cassie Dillon and the daily wire is wondering if you would be open to drafting, uh, an open letter to Jerry calling for him to rescind his endorsement. Basically it would be why we believe he should rescind and your signature at the bottom, uh, along with some signatures of other campus student leaders. This guy responds, I'll have to think about it. I didn't run for student body uh, president to get publicity. I also thought the article was a little misleading, so I'll have to think about it. Then, uh, of course, they, they say, of course, bro, pray about it and think about it. Then uh, he replies, hey, I'll pass. He says, that's okay. I totally understand. So Parrish writes uh, uh, for D- Parrish writes for Cassie Dillon over at Lone Conservative, that absolute powerhouse of a website, the Lone Conservative. Ah, <laughs> oh, Cassie, my show gets more downloads than your whole fucking website gets visitors. Just that's 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 a thing that's real. Um, nobody cares about the Lone Conservative. You should shut it down. It is a piece of shit website. It's irrelevant. It's just terrible. And you, you just, I understand that you really want to sniff uh, Ben Shapiro's throne, but uh, look, he's married. All right. And uh, as much as you'd love to be, you're not Jewish. So, you know, but hey, if that's how you think that you can, uh, you know, be relevant and all of that and gain some influence, um, well, gee, you're just, uh, you're just another journalist, aren't you? You uh, write hit pieces for, uh, for uh, the, uh, the old, um, daily wire uh, so that's uh gonna be the highlight of your career honey but um all of the and you got so much backlash for it it was amazing <laughs> people hated you for it because it was bullshit and you knew it was bullshit you slut all of the parties involved in the scandal uh support uh virginia house of delegates members like uh, nick frietes frietes i don't know for senate the primary election is uh june 12th which, oh, geez, that's that's uh, just, just coming up here, isn't it? Dylan wrote a deceptive hit piece on Stuart, wherein she posted a video of Stuart declaring his admiration for We just went over this. Uh, the piece suggests that since Stuart spoke with Nealon, that Stuart must, too, be an anti-Semite. Uh, he has never made any such comments. Daily Wire is playing the guilt by association game and bought it up. Um, it attacks a sad last-ditch effort on behalf of the Frietes uh, campaign 
Internal polls have Stewart at 35% and uh, Frietas. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I don't Fritas. care if I'm saying Fritas. Yeah. It sounds like a food, dude. Like, uh, can I have a spicy Fritas? Like, Fajita. Frito. Hey. <laughs> top, what a top gay last off. name. It is. It is. Yeah, frittata. That's another one. Uh, uh, that, that one just rolls off the tongue, though. This one's kind of deceiving. Fritas. Uh, he's at nine percent. Recently endorsed by Never Trump loser Bill Crystal of the Weekly Standard, uh, just, just as seven percent Raymneck uh, recognition. So yeah, we're gonna make fun of your name. I don't know. Let's let's see what this fellow looks like. This is it's gonna be one of those shows, guys. Like I don't know. I think uh, I think Spicky and I are both kind of hungover. So uh, this is I, gonna be one of those shows. You I've had a long, long week. I've got a yeah. great excuse. Yeah, I have no excuse. I had a long day. Of drinking, but uh, let's see. Nick Fritas. Uh, he's not. Uh, he's not. Uh, he d- he doesn't look. Uh, he doesn't look Mexican. I don't know. Let's go to his website. Let's see what he has to say about immigration. That's what I'm really curious about. What is what does uh, Nick Fritas have to say about immigration here? Issues. How much you want to bet this guy's going to be like, we need uh, immigration reform. That, that's it. Uh, immigration reform. <laughs> As a sovereign nation, we have an obligation to secure our borders. Our immigration system must be reformed to allow for safe and sensible legal immigration. We cannot allow for processes that do not take into account the best interests of our citizens. The current system has allowed for terrorists and criminals to step out in front of honest things. Nick supports both strengthening our uh, security and adopting merit-based immigration policies. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. You sure? We got he's got a big ass fucking picture of Reagan in his office. <laughs> you fucking queer. Uh I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never heard of this guy. Like before checking out this article, I had I had never never heard of fucking Nick Frittata. What a dweeb. But uh I don't know. He doesn't look Mexican. He was born in Chico, California, though, so he's probably like part. I would imagine like some type of Hispanic. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think so. Especially with the last name like that. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, Oh, get, get like a Fritas Supreme and, <laughs> and a Baja yeah. blast. Hold the sour cream. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, um, in uh, deleted social media posts from 2015 and 2016, Fritas referred to President Trump as a five-time draft deter- deferring tough guy who would take some candy from a small child or maybe kick a kitten. He also wrote on social media that Trump was not a candidate for liberty-minded conservatives. In February, uh, Fritas Supreme riled up Trump supporters saying that Trump makes people cringe with some of his statements. Uh, dude, it, ma- it makes way more people laugh than cringe. Like, you're just a nerd. You're just a big dweeb. Fucking frittata, dude. Uh, even, uh, Fritas even shared a post written by Ardent Never Trump blogger Matt Walsh. Ugh! During the 2016 campaign. I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. I have many reasons. For instance, I dislike everything about him. Wrote the edgy Walsh. Uh, apparently appealing to uh, Frittata's sensibilities. The Post continues describing Trump as a corny capitalist, a sensitive, petty man with thin skin, a whiny trust fund baby with a non-existent character. Uh, Frittata, un- of course, uh, has now unshared the Post. Um, so, yeah, basically what we're getting here is uh, Mr. Ben Shapiro, Ben Shapiro, 
what do you think that you're going to get here, dude? Like he knows he can't do anything about Trump, but he wants to try to sabotage anybody that's uh, even remotely Trumpian. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, it's because he's a Jew. Like that's, you know, that's not why exactly. Um, it it has to do with more of like Ben Shapiro is one of those kind of old guard, uh, real pieces of shit. You know, one of those like lose with dignity types. And he, he, anything that's going to hurt his delic, delicate little sensibilities. And, uh, you know, remember the, the economy and tra- it's more like open trade and getting fucked in trade is like the, the, the best thing because that makes his stock portfolio go up, which is the only thing he cares about that. And I guess he doesn't like trannies, which is, you know, that's pretty cool. I can agree with him on that, but dude, you got caught. And then to like use Cassie Dillon too, like this, this just young fucking slut girl, uh, as, as she, you know, dude, she was just like, her pants were fucking wet when she found out that she was going to get to, uh, you know, do a favor for the big guy, the Godfather, Ben Shapiro. You know, she was just fucking just, 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 I mean, her, her, her puss was just, she could have, she could have swam around in the, in the juices. Like she just, she was going to love this and really pull one over on, uh, on the old Trumpians. You know, she thinks that this is her way forward and it's just simply not. I mean, it's, it's just simply not here. And I guess, uh, I I guess, let's see, did, did Frita's, uh, is this the guy here? Uh, uh, one of, uh, one of his opponents, I guess even said, he doesn't even, uh, that he doesn't, uh, doesn't even think that, uh, Corey Stewart is a racist. You know, but and of course he's not. I mean, and if he is, then like that's you know even cooler. But I doubt it. I mean, it's you know we're not we're not gonna get we're not gonna get that just yet. But I mean, dude, what a piece of shit Cassie Dillon is. Yeah, you know, there's a ten thousand percent chance that uh, this bitch accepts nothing less than a Jewish dick in her life. <laughs> like she has been uh, since I've been on Twitter, she has. Uh, she's probably the biggest chill for Israel I think I've seen. And that's saying something because Tommy Robinson is on fucking Twitter. It was, <laughs> now he's in jail. But uh, so she, I mean, spreads her fucking legs for the, uh, the Israel or the uh, I stand with Israel crowd. And then she is doing the same thing that the legacy media does. She is just a fucking snake. Uh, Ben Shapiro isn't going to bang you, you fucking dumb whore. <laughs> and if he does, um, congratulations, you found a man your size, which is like four foot eleven. <laughs> uh, props to you, I guess. Uh, you're a fucking dumb fuck. This is, I I can't stand her. I mean, I, she, I I used to think she wasn't that bad, and then she just kept going and going and going, and then it became like she's still in college or whatever, and she's become too good for everybody. Uh, Nick Fuentes and her had obviously their big spat. And then she thinks she's going to be like the, uh, the next Maggie Haberman is what she thinks she's going to be, or, you know, like the next big name in journalism, uh, sucking dick to get to the top of journalism. Isn't going to work out for you. You see what happens to all these fucking real shitty fucking reporters now that we have a president who's calling them out they're melting uh 
What's that fucking uh, Jim Acosta? Look at that guy. He is having a midlife crisis because of Donald Trump. Uh, like, it, these are people who sailed. These are people who can't deal with pressure. These are people who took a nice, gradual roller coaster uphill. Didn't have to deal with any adversity. This bitch is going to melt as soon as somebody criticizes her. It, it, that's that's definitely going to happen. Uh, I can't wait to see it happen, though. I, hopefully soon. Yeah. Oh, man. Abso-fucking-lutely. Right to Bryden. Exposing the nose. This is familiar. This comes from the Boston Globe. And you're going to have to see the artwork at the at the top uh, for you to make the uh, same connection that I did. Um, because... There was that Newsweek article that came out recently and, you know, say what you want about TRS or whatever. The whole purpose of of news of Newsweek's hit piece there uh, by I think it was Hayden wrote it. Um, and the artwork the, and the imagery that they used looks very similar to this. And they they went after TRS and they're like, you know, hey, we kicked all of the uh, all right and white nationalists and stuff like that off of social media. But fuck, they still have podcasts. And, you know, it's it's just an attempt to get people to take out their website. Uh or their, uh, you know, podcast uh, host things, uh, which uh, is funny because actually, uh, I'm not sure if you got a chance to read that one, Spicky. I know you've been, uh, been kind of busy, but uh, our, our buddy Spectre was mentioned in it. <laughs> so, um, with, which was funny because it was taken completely out of context. Like, he, he, they, they left out the part where he had said that it was a joke. Um, he said something about, uh, you know, calling the police on black people and saying they had stolen something or have a gun or something like that, you know, and, and he said immediately afterwards, don't do that. It's a joke, you know, but they left that part out as, as they do, but it had the same kind of style, same kind of style here. And this is by Renee Graham over at Boston globe. And it says, you can read the white rage in their MAGA hats. Recently, I saw more than a dozen people wearing Make America Great Again hats in what I uh, would have thought would be the most unlikely place, the National Museum of African American History and Culture in Washington, D.C. Uh, as I approached the 1850s slave cabin that once stood on an uh, Edesto Island in uh, South Carolina plantation, I saw the gathering over my shoulder. First one, then three, then more. Some wore for the familiar red hats while others opted for white. President Trump's preferred color. Ooh, zinga, bazinga. You really fucking got him there, Renee, you fucking idiot. Some also sported T-shirts bearing Trump's slogan. All of them were white teenage boys. Heaven forbid. Clearly, this was meant as a provocation. They did nothing disruptive. In fact, the Trump youth barely seemed to do much of anything at all. They moved together as a group, occasionally casting a bored eye to the right or left. Although I didn't notice any accompanying adults, they could have been part of a class trip. On, or second thought, on second thought, this had nothing to do with class. As if the boys walked by African American, as the boys walked by African American visitors, had a variety of reactions. One woman looked them up and down, then shook her head. A man rolled his eyes. Another woman gave them a side eye so sharp it could have pierced metal. <laughs> on a hot summer sidewalk, you fucking, you nerd, you suck at writing so bad, you eighth grade creative writing fucking slut, you retard. Oh my god, a side eye so sharp that it could have pierced metal. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, still, people refuse to give them the greater acknowledgement they have sought. <laughs> we had more important things to do. Since its opening in 2016, the museum has been become hollowed ground for many African Americans. And it's a sanctified piece to learn, reflect, reflect, and see the path with all its pitfalls and triumphs upon which we still move forward. Perhaps an encourages uh, uh, show of Trump allegiance was intended to uh, rile us. Apparently, it's not the first time these sort of uh, uh, the, these sectorial politics have been on display. After I posted a photo of one young man holding his MAGA hat, others tweeted that they'd also uh, noticed white teens wearing caps at the museum. When my family visited the museum last year, I saw a white teen at the same hat, wrote uh, Wendy C. Thomas. A journalist felt like trolling. So it felt like trolling to you, Wendy Thomas? That's an appropriate assessment for those supporting this racist troll of a presidency. Since Trump's 2016 election, his name has been used to threaten Jews and people of color. According to... According to a hate crime database compiled by ProPublica, more than 150 school bullying incidents through uh, May 2017 included uh, evocations of Trump's name or his divisive comments. This included white students after the Florida high school football game chanting Donald Trump and black students from the opposing school. <laughs> I remember that. Did you remember that? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty fucking good. That was funny, but... Uh, in, in an award-winning book, White Rage, The Unspoken Truth of Our Racial Divide, Carol Anderson writes, White Rage doesn't have to wear sheets or burn crosses or take to the streets. These days, all it has to do is scream the current president's name. Whatever the intent of the MAGA cap wears, I hope the uh, disaffected white teens also recognize this. If they only marveled at the cruelties one race has inflicted on another for no good reason, then they should have stayed home. If they looked at the Klan videos, the hoods and robes, especially the one in a very familiar shade of red, and wished again for a time when members marched unmasked in the nation's capital near where the museum now stands, they should have stayed home. To denigrate African-American history is to denigrate American history, their own history. African-Americans survived the Middle Passage, centuries of enslavement, families torn apart, systemic sexual abuse, lynchings, racist Supreme Court decisions, police violence, and Jim Crow. Every effort to dim our light has only made it burn hotter and brighter. We're still here, unbowed from the magnificent museum that celebrates our uniquely American story to communities where we live. We won't be intimidated by the people in MAGA hats or the noxious president they represent. So here's what really happened. Some guys, uh, some, some Trump like in uh, teens were in DC, I assume for something kind of unrelated and they decided to go into this museum. Now it might've been a little bit of a, you know, a troll, maybe not. I don't know, but it, uh, it wouldn't matter because why 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 are they not allowed to go into the uh, go into the museum and look around? Oh, because they weren't crying. Is that it? Because they didn't look around and feel shame and agree with you and just burst into tears and like give every black person a hug and five dollars. No, it's another one of those scenarios that we see all the time where you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. There's no one of these people. So again, just. Call them ugly, you know, <laughs> just call them ugly. It, uh, it's, it's completely ridiculous. These kids can't even go to a fucking museum. And I love that it is just like, uh, oh, but you have different opinions than me. And, and we lost an election here uh, very badly, I might add. Um, and now, I mean, just 
I, yeah, I've got to write an article about these fucking teenage boys that went to a museum where like, speaking, what do you think that you expected these kids to do? Like, okay, no Republicans allowed over in the uh, slavery museum where we talk about nothing from what I can tell here, talk about nothing, but must slavery. Oh my God. And then probably peanut butter, I would imagine. And then other made up bullshit where they're like, yeah, oh, you know, it's like the air conditioner and refrigerators and shit. You know, we was Kangs. Uh, it, you know, what are they supposed to do? What? Are, uh, uh, oh my God. Oh, it's hallowed ground. This, this fucking museum. Uh, it's, what were they supposed to do? I think because they weren't thoroughly shook by, by this, uh, by this journalist standards. Then uh, yeah, this is this is terrible, and this may not even have fucking happened. I I would tend to believe it probably didn't, but uh, you know you hear stories like this, uh, and it's funny you see it on Twitter all the time, where these fucking random retards have the same exact story of like uh, walked into a gas station, guy in a maga hat punched me in the mouth and called me a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> How's this happen to like more than one person in the same fucking day? Like it just doesn't happen. Shut the fuck up. That's kind of I think where she's going with this. Uh this entire article is just a kind of uh uh Donald Trump is incredibly racist and he's encouraging all these Nazis to come out of their shell and uh pretty soon they're gonna be guilt building gas chambers on mass scales and we're gonna have concentration camps and shit again. It's got, dude. It's got to be so rough for these people. Like oh, they have yeah. to wake up every day, and Donald Trump is still the fucking president. And they think any day, any day now, Mueller's gonna take him down. You know. Uh, and we're not gonna get to talk about the James Wolf stuff today. And we're gonna, we might, as that develops, we'll talk about that some other time. But uh, you know, it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they think like just because it's going. The, what I'm getting at with the James Wolf thing is it's going in the other direction. <laughs> so uh, it's not looking good. You know, it doesn't look good for them. But. Like, they have to wake up every fucking day, and, like, Trump is still the fucking president. They're losing. There is no blue wave. Uh, it's it, it's just not looking good, and they're seeing just 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 horrible shit everywhere, and uh, I, I, <laughs> I just well, – that's got to be a hard life. You know, that's got to be really rough. Dude. What if Pave was right and, like, Mueller and Trump are, like, the best friends and they're spending all this fucking time to, like, build all these people up and at the end they're just going to fucking crush their soul? That would be How fucking awesome would that be? I, I, don't, I don't believe it, but it's certainly no. funny to think about. Like, it would be group. fucking awesome, though, because these – I mean, they're buying into the whole Mueller shit. They're like, yeah – uh yeah, any any fucking day now, man. We've got him. Uh, you know, we've 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 definitely got him. It's all over for this guy. He is he is fucking done. I don't believe it. He's pissing on hookers in Russia. There's all sorts <laughs> of collusion over there. Um, you know, he fucked a prostitute uh, or a a porn star and paid her off. I don't believe it. Uh, they are gonna be so deflated when at the end of this, it's gonna be like. Uh, yeah, he didn't do actually actually do anything wrong. So uh, I think he fucked Stormy Daniels, but I mean, I don't care. Yeah, no, I, I, I well, I probably would too. Mm, nah, man, you know the like the amounts of like just just miles of just dick has just been all up in there. I like that's you. You don't want anywhere near that. <laughs> 
That's, well, I certainly uh, wouldn't be paying for it. Well, no, he paid her to shut up, you know, which is not illegal. You know, people sign non-disclosure agreements all the time. Like that's something you can do in this country is pay somebody not to talk about something. Um, you know, but I mean, I think he fucked Stormy Daniels, but I don't care. And I don't think anybody would care really, you know, at this point, like who, who cares? I mean, but I just, uh, I think it's funny that these kids can't even go to a, uh, go to a museum there. But the reason that I brought up, uh, at the beginning of this segment here, the, uh, the 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 artwork that was used is this came out the next day after that Newsweek thing. Um, I think it was a pretty coordinated effort. You know, you had the Luke O'Brien uh, stuff, and then like I think he ran off and like told his buddies like, "Oh, geez, look at them! Oh, they're they're harassing me!" And like you know, they're all friends and shit like that. But uh, just a real subtle. I don't know. Maybe this is a, a little tinfoil hat, but uh, tinfoil MAGA hat, but. <laughs> Uh, it's just it, it's the the artwork is just surprisingly similar. Just the way that it looks is just it's it tr- just triggered the same like things in my mind. I was like, wait, hold on, is this a follow up piece? I don't know. So it um pretty weird, but I I, I just do I think it's it's fucking hilarious that like I mean, what if these kids were there to legitimately learn about this shit, you know, and like to just. If they only marveled at the cruelties one race has inflicted uh, on another for no good reason, then they should have stayed home. I, I, I thought you said that they weren't doing anything. They just kind of looked. Uh, and it wasn't like they were like, awesome, slavery, and like high-fiving and shit. Like, woohoo! You know, I, they weren't doing that. You know, they didn't show up. If they had like showed up eating bananas or something, I would have been like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a troll. Uh, but, you know, I mean, shit, you don't know. You're just assigning uh a a, a a a motive to these people um right. you know and losing your fucking mind about it like oh my god it's uh it's 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 fucking lynchings all over again because i saw something that i didn't like at some place that uh i wanted to go like oh, I'm, I'm i'm sorry about that like how about we uh how uh, i can't wait for we gotta make the maga museum that'll be good uh, and it'll just like it'll be like wall prototypes and stuff uh uh just like uh the the obituaries of all the journalists that killed themselves and shit yeah i mean the thing is though they're just doing whatever they can to go out of their way and make an example out of nothing uh to try to fire up the leftist base and sit there and say uh, or basically try to you know prove that uh trump and his following are racist and uh we can't have this shit here in this country. We're so loving and accepting of all these fucking criminals from other countries and these blacks we're fucking destroying inner cities. Uh, I scrolled down, which I tend to do every time I see, uh, or whenever I'm um, on an article on a website. Uh, I scrolled down, and there's another piece on this page I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to click on it. It's just, it's fucking sickening. Uh, Opinion, Marcella Garcia, Anthony Bourdain, hero to the immigrant restaurant worker. It's almost like this website, the Boston Globe, a liberal fucking mouthpiece. One of the biggest ones in the country have a fucking agenda. (laughs) Uh, Uh, The guy's dead. Now we can put words in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) 
this is the guy that said, um, you know, like, uh, you know, it's going to be better when there's no more white people when it's just this cappuccino uh, nation and all of these things. So, I yeah. mean, he was he was a total shit lip. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. Like, no, I'm glad he's dead. Was... I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's dead. But, uh, yeah, he wasn't a hero to no immigrant restaurant workers. Like, he didn't. He didn't go out of his way advocating for this. He didn't open up a fucking million restaurants to just hire immigrants. Uh, he defended them is all he did. He's not a fucking yeah. hero. He's well, a in the shit, I'm glad he's dead. Good. In the piece care. here, it, it says, I walked into restaurants and the person all, uh, always who'd been there the longest, who took the time to show me how it was done, was always Mexican or Central American. Uh, and he called, uh, uh, Bourdain often called immigrants the backbone of the industry. Yeah, because they work cheap and they're not going to get better jobs. All right. Like, were they ever, you know, head chef? Did they go off and open their own fucking restaurant? Because that's what all of the other people did. You know, like that. That's why. Just because Jose has been, you know, uh, washing dishes to me in the prep cook or like, you know, as a short order cook for so long. Yeah, man. Because like, what the fuck else is he going to do? You know, so it's just a short little blurb and they have like a video that I'm not going to play there. But, you know, what the fuck ever? What a bunch of geeks. I don't know. But that's the thing. It's like these these whole I mean, you're not going to find any sort of uh, pro-Trump or right-wing articles on these. Like, uh, if, if it comes down to it, and even the Boston Globe, man, they hate guys like Bill Belichick, and they hate uh, Tom Brady, basically. I mean, they, they're not so critical on Tom Brady, but because Brady and Belichick are friends with Trump, and they have been for years. So yeah. they're, they're very critical of the Patriots. That's what it's come down to. It's like, Oh, Trump got elected. Let's see how we can uh, how we can spin up the leftist base and fucking anger them and enrage them. Um, what they're doing is they're appealing to like a hundred IQ fucking morons. Yeah, I mean, realistically, like uh, ninety to hundred IQ fucking morons who uh, they're gonna keep voting this way. Massachusetts is fucking full of them, man. It's uh, it's definitely fucking funny. I don't know. Uh, we got one more. We got one more here. Uh, that's kind of in the same vein. Um, so we'll just go ahead and uh, we won't we won't do a bumper for it. Um, so freaking SPLC. Uh. Uh, the Western Conservative Summit uh, held annually in Denver and billed as the largest gathering of conservatives outside of Washington, D.C. kicks off Friday with a slate of scheduled speakers that highlights both uh, veteran rhetorical uh, uh, hardliners and members of a new generation of far right social media propagandists. Because remember, everybody's far right now. All right. That used to be, you know, uh, reserved for. Actually, I don't know, actual like far right people, but uh, you know, everybody's far right, everybody's alt right, everybody's you know, this and that, um, including a couple names that uh, that you, you might be familiar with the most infamous white nationalists um, on the planet, Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens. <laughs> they've got they've got this on there, okay? I like. Uh, the w- WCS has been a forum for anti-LGBT, anti-Muslim, and anti-immigration uh, oratory for in the past, and this year looks to be no different. Uh, Jeff Sessions, well known for his anti-immigration positions and policies, uh, uh, anti-immigrant positions and policies, anti-illegal immigration. Like, I, unfortunately, Jeff Sessions isn't going to just be like, "All right, listen, you got to leave. I don't care. You just, you know, we're revoking citizenship. Sorry about that." 
uh, you got to go. So it's just, it's going to be the white people. And, uh, I guess we got to do something with, with the blacks. You'll, you'll be there, but, uh, all the, all the, uh, all the slanty eyes and the mochas, uh, you gotta, you gotta get out of here. Uh, Jews, you got your own thing going on. Uh, so see you later. I am attorney general, Jeff Sessions. That's not, that's not it at all. But, uh, and, and, uh, as well as has ties to anti LGBT hate group Alliance defending freedom, which is also representative of this year's WCS, uh, is the scheduled headline uh, headliner, assuming he still has a job by the end of the week where President Trump has attacked him once again on Twitter. I've been saying this for a little while. I don't think that Trump is going to attack Sessions. I don't know how much of this is or not or is going to fire Sessions. Uh, I know that the uh, the Senate won't go for it. Um, I don't know if it's like theater. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where that whole thing is, honestly. But you know, look at the old SPLC uh, with their funny, their funny little hot take. Other longtime extremists scheduled to speak include, uh, include Frank Gaffney Jr. Uh, of anti-Muslim hate group Center for Security Policy, uh, Steve King, who once compared illegal immigration to the Holocaust, and Michael Ferris, president of the aforementioned anti-LGBT. You forgot the Q, you bigot! Whoa! Somebody needs to write an SPLC article on the SPLC. That's that is triggering shit right there. You forgot that you forgot the Q. You forgot the Q and the other Q. And then the, uh, was it the, the two, the S, the I, the, the A, the, the, the P as well. Um, uh, uh, ADF senior counsel, Eric Stanley is also conducting a workshop titled why religious liberty. Heaven forbid, heaven forbid. The new generation of hard-right social media conservatives will be well-represented alongside the old guard. At least three uh, representatives of Turning Point USA, the nationwide conservative ho- college organization, which regularly flirts with, ra- with the racist alt-right, uh, are listed as speakers. Uh, uh, are listed as uh, speakers. Uh-oh, I lost, uh, I, lost the, I lost where I'm at, Spicky. Oh, my God. Are uh, listed speakers at WCS, including its founder, Charlie Kirk, and communications director, Candace Owens, uh, and the news recently for being Kanye West's far-right red pill supplier. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's just fucking retarded. Oh, that's so fucking funny. Um, let's see. Social media Trump defenders Diamond and Silk are also scheduled to appear, as is far-right Daily Wire correspondent Matt Walsh, a slew of mainstream conservatives including Colorado's U.S. Uh, Senator Cory Gardner and Congressman Ken Buck are on the agenda as well, along with the state's four GOP candidates for governor. Embattled EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt criticized this week for having an aide look uh, into acquiring a Chick-fil-A franchise for his wife and having another aide try to score a used mattress from a Trump International Hotel was a late addition to the WCS list of speakers. Like... What the fuck? You know, I everything's far right to these people. It's always going to be now. I mean, it's the SBLC, so, you know, I, I, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not too surprised there. Uh, that's just the way that they are. Um, yeah. But you see this branding of far right used everywhere now. And it's just kind of weird because it's like, don't don't call Candace Owens far right. Like don't lump her in with me. <laughs> like I don't want to, I don't want to be part of that part of Candace Owens thing. Uh, diamond and silk, you know, those fucking horrible evil Nazis, diamond and silk. 
Yeah, got to deplatform them. Oh my god! I, I thought it was like, dude, when is when is the SP? They're never going to stop. But like, no. holy crap, dude! Their their clout is really really going downhill. Um, they uh they 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 people are kind of tired of their shit. You're even getting you know a lot of these just normally uh you know uh trumpian conservative types uh that are you know they're labeled as this that and the other by the splc that's uh, they're, they're not doing they're not doing good like i mean they they ask like why religious liberty like they like why is that why is that a bad thing like i can't believe he's doing a workshop type why religious liberty well you know what that is that's a dog whistle for uh you hate the gays uh you know even though you gotta bake you gotta bake their fucking cakes and all of this like it's you don't see how that I don't know, impedes on people's like they, 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 their religion means everything to them. Okay. Like you're not, but that's, that's a step too far, dude. Okay. Cause you need to have a gay Muslim transgendered child and, uh, open up your borders. I mean, you just have to do it because otherwise you're a bigot <laughs> and far right and far right. Not wanting to get raped to death is a, uh, it's a very far right position. <laughs> Uh, I think the ADL can be taken more seriously than the uh, SBLC at this point, which is really fucking saying something. Uh, these guys have been, it's not, it hasn't been really much of a slow decline. I mean, they've been, they've been, uh, pretty unfair, far left fucking pieces of shit for a long time. This is like, it, I think it was right before Trump got elected, realistically, where they just hit a wall and they're fucking sliding down at a rapid pace. I mean, there's no there's no arc going downhill for these guys. They are fucking triggered. And they are just exposing themselves for their fucking beliefs. Uh, it just, yeah, we'll label this guy a fucking Nazi. This guy fucking far right. Uh, this guy's a white nationalist piece of shit. <laughs> this black it's, guy is a white nationalist piece of shit. Yeah, yeah like... <laughs> It's somehow way worse than the ADL. I don't know. I I, I think they're just not as uh, like the ADL is specifically Jewish, you know. So it makes it harder for people to be like, hey, you know, the ADL is fucked up. But they're even they're doing it. Like you remember, uh, Jack Posobiec got put on that list thing, and then yes. he like goes all the way out to freaking Auschwitz just to like make a little video about it. And he's like, I want to remind people what happens to you. Remember, you know who else makes lists? <laughs> like, wasn't dramatic that a, reveal? Wasn't that his fucking honeymoon or something too? <laughs> yes. So I. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you got a point there. These people are fucking all retarded. Uh, <laughs> I forgot all about that. Oh, so man. Dumb. That was fucking hilarious. Like, you literally cannot suck enough uh, Israeli dick if you're on right wing. Like, you're still going to get fucked over. Like, that's what that's what guys like Posobiec and fucking Cernovich and shit, they don't understand. Like, they're smart enough to get it, uh, to, like, get all the facts. Like, uh the Jews do a lot of horrible shit and they're going to continue to do that. But they're like, uh, if we just keep sucking their dicks, we're going to not get crucified, but it doesn't happen. It's the same thing with the SPLC. Like it's fucking, it's hilarious, dude. These people who cuck for these fucking people and then get fucking roasted no matter what. Like imagine having to defend yourself. Like, uh, Hey, ADL, I actually had my honeymoon at Auschwitz. Um, 
not because I'm a Nazi, but because I felt terrible for the six gorillion that were gassed and fucking burnt there. Uh, and the idea was like, yeah, no, fuck you. You're a Nazi. You're <laughs> like, you're a real piece of shit. Like, That's why these organizations are just kind of, I think they are losing a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of their power there. I mean, they they're still going to have some power for a while. Uh, but I, I but just, it's hiring the ADL now, though. That's the thing is like yeah. Twitter and fucking Facebook and like Starbucks. Like, yeah, we're now partnered with the ADL. Oh, fucking awesome. Good fucking work. That's going to end fucking extremely well. Uh, it's a money grabbing scheme. But man, all it is is like they're not doing like educational training like Starbucks claimed like. The ADL is helping us train these people and not being racist and anti-Semite. No, that's not what's happening. They're taking your money and they're fucking you out of it. I mean, <laughs> they've been doing this for years. Yeah, well, it's it's so that people can. I mean, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of mob tactics, really. It's like, yes. uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe we keep you from be uh, being called a racist there. All right, uh, maybe uh, maybe you're not so anti-Semitic because you're working with us now. We'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. Those damn Italian Jews. <laughs> it, um, yeah, I just, point. it's almost like political blackmail at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Show up like, hey, we can protect you. <laughs> it's going to cost you. You can use our logo, cost you a lot of money, but we'll retrain these employees, or at least we'll tell everybody we're going to do that. Uh, yeah, it's, it, you're, you're right, man. It's kind of, it, it, it is fucked up when you come to think of it. Yeah, like it's really fucked up. Yeah, I think uh, I think hopefully they're going to be losing a lot of their um, support sometime in in I don't know ten fifteen years something like that. I think we're gonna we're gonna see a lot less of it. Um, which, which you know I think it'll be good because like they're just they're just shouting into the air at this point, and they have been for a long time. But just shouting into the air, like I, I it's I don't know. I, it's just it's just funny that. Uh, you know, because if they if they uh, you know if they're like a black or something, they can't say like, "Oh, they're a white supremacist" or whatever. So they'd be like, "Uh, anti-Muslim," you know. Uh, and it's like you should probably be like anti-Muslim. Like, I don't. Why would you not like? Why would you not be anti getting blown up? But like, it just. I I I don't know. I I don't know. Like, I don't I, I don't want to get exploded. And uh, yeah, so I mean, there's that, but. I don't know, man. I think we're kind of uh, kind of at the end here. You got anything else uh, before we uh, before we part? Um, no, I don't think so. I I'm pretty mentally exhausted. Yeah, yeah. You had a long week. Um, yeah. Yep. So, well, guys, uh, thanks for being with us. We are going to go ahead and uh, get out of here. There's no post show tonight. Uh, for those of you who are watching live, um, we're we're exhausted. Uh, but, um, yeah, thank you as always, uh, to everybody who joined us tonight live in the OAWD studios. And thank you, uh, to all of our commuters. Um, we've got, uh, we've got big, uh, a big Wednesday show, uh, coming up here, obviously with the, uh, uh, the, the, the North Korea, uh, summit over in Singapore. So, um, that's going to be great. We're going to, uh, I'm looking forward to that. So, uh, until next time, guys, uh, we will uh, go ahead and see you. Go out there and call a bunch of people just dumbasses. Just, just give it a try. It's really funny.